Hold on to your snowflakes. This week, we're digging into Angie Katzenavis from Wheel... Sorry. <laughs> Just kidding. It's the curse of the Mugle dress. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Caitlin. And this is Sharon. And welcome to Real Housewives on Real Housewives, where we unravel housewives' story threads and keep the tea flowing. So chic. Hold on to your snowflakes. This week, we're digging into Angie Katzenavis from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, season four. Okay, the verses this week are Angie versus Heather. Angie versus Meredith, or the husband Romas, and Angie versus Monica, which is essentially Greek Easter. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Angie K. I keep calling her Angie K, and I realize she's just Angie now. I know. There's, there's no, Angie there's no yeah. second Angie. No, it's weird. Also, you know what else is weird? So we're not actually in the same room, which we usually are. Yes. But I don't one like of us's it. child is in quarantine, or I'm in quarantine, or one of us is in quarantine. But it's weird. I'm really, looking really at Caitlin's weird. face on the computer. It's just not the same. I know. And I can't hold it as well as I'd like to, which is that angle where you hold it way up above your head so that you look thinner because then the microphone won't work. So Are you trying to impress me, Caitlin? Well, no, I just don't want you to look right at my nose, but you know, whatever. <laughs> but it's so nice inside now. It's so <laughs> symmetrical. Can you see the separate sides? <laughs> okay. Angie Katzenevis is a hairdresser along with her husband, Sean, who we've been calling a poor man's Nick Lachey. They first met at a hair salon and they own Lunatic Fringe, which has nine locations in Utah, Idaho, and Ohio. So only vowel states, I guess. <laughs> they have one daughter, Electra, and she sleeps most nights. I put a question mark with them in their ginormous bed. Um, and she has purple dyed poodles. Nice. That's my, <laughs> that's my write up on Angie. Yeah. And she wore that horrible, awful, Mugle dress that all the housewives got in their housewives welcome packet. I know the one that looks like an ice dancer thing. Tamara had it. Um, some uh, someone, someone from, from Potomac, had I think, or it. Atlanta, Miami had it. Potomac yeah. had, yeah, Wendy had it just this last week in Potomac. It, that dress, I hate it. It haunts me, and it's everywhere. And I don't understand. Like I, like no, not that many people would just purchase this thing. Like I feel like they had to have been given it. Like all the housewives were given it, and these are the ones that wore it. I think so. I or think it's kind of so. like the Stanley Water. Everyone's like. You're Maybe. a cool housewife if you wear you this dress. I kind of want to wear the dress because they all wear it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, now everybody's doing it. It would tear. If you showed up in that, I would die. I would just, <laughs> oh, my God. I have to get it now. <laughs> <laughs> BravoCon next year. You get that. Oh, my God. That'd be perfect to wear to BravoCon. <laughs> Good <laughs> idea. And I'll just wear a shirt that's like not with <laughs> this is my right. Mugler dress. <laughs> and I'll just oh, I'll wear the one that Lisa had, the fake Mugler that yeah. uh, Meredith picked out for her. All right, this is Angie's first season as an official housewife. She was a friend of last season, um, and last season she hosted the trip with Jen Shaw, which was a huge mess. Um, why do we think everyone is so anti? Anti Angie? That's sort of hard to say. Yeah. Um, like going into this season, I don't know because I was too. I like Angie, yeah. then I hate her, then Me I like too. her, then I hate her. Mm -hmm. I think she's just Absolutely. easy to yeah. like and easy to hate. Yeah. Like she's I easy to like flip I, on. I don't know why I can't stay yeah. straight with her. I don't know. No, I agree. I felt like I didn't really care about her a ton last season either way as much. And then this season going into it with her like crashing the trip and everything yeah. with Meredith, I was like, oh, I do not like her at all. But it is my favorite thing when I do like a 180 on someone in a mm -hmm. season. And I went from hating her to really liking her by the end of the season. And mm -hmm. I do feel like 
that's a really great first season to have where you can take people and completely flip how they feel about you. Yeah. Um, let's, let's look at Angie versus Heather. So our background on that is that Angie kind of, I wrote, came in like a wrecking ball this season. She crashed Heather's fresh start party and then also Meredith's trip to Palm Springs. Okay. At the fresh start party, Heather was not excited to see her because she was um, the one at the party who was saying that the black eye came from the Barbie scissor kicks rumor. <laughs> and I had forgotten that. So I think that was why we left with sort of a sour taste of her in our mouth from last season. Uh-huh. So I think that's kind of important to remember. Um, and the fresh start was really like, she wasn't invited. So fresh <laughs> start was not meant to be with her, but Whitney just brought her along. Yeah. Um, she said that like she and Angie Kay had been in high school together. They were friends. Yeah. Um, or they shared best friends in high school. But she felt like Angie was just jumping into a relationship with Lisa, and she thought that that was weird. I am not entirely sure why Heather, and you know, at the beginning of the season, it's weird because we're not sure why Heather and Lisa are having such problems. Yeah. But then it's also weird because I don't remember Angie K being that close with Lisa last season, so I don't know where that started either. Well, Heather has never really liked Angie, right? Yeah. Because of the whole I, high school. That's kind of what I think. I think something happened in high school that they haven't told us about. I do too. I kind of feel like they're whatever it's like they knew each mm-hmm. other for so long and when you don't like someone at the age of like yeah. 15 or 16 that's a lot of years and impressionable <laughs> time to not like someone i don't know that you can yeah. come back think mm-hmm. of someone you hated when you're 15 do you think you would oh, not I like know. that I person be like oh let me come into my circle yeah. and i'll and at the very least like she said i don't trust you yeah and i think like in the very least you might be like well i could like this person i can go mm-hmm. to dinners with them but like i'm never going to trust them because yeah. they like they stepped on 15 year old me yeah exactly mm-hmm. i think that's a good point what was, what was weird is remember Angie said that she's going to have Lisa sign Heather's book, not Heather. Yeah. She was like, oh, Lisa, you can sign my copy of Heather's okay. book. And I, okay, Heather got to heard about that, except for the fact, yeah. normally I would say Heather needs to get over it. It's a joke, except for the fact mm-hmm. that no one read her book. So no, if I, I really were Heather, no one. I would actually be mad too. Like if they had all read her book, mm-hmm. then okay, Heather, she's just joking. But the fact that no yeah. one actually even gave a crap about her book and then they're like rubbing it in her face. Exactly. No, I think that was kind of awful. And you're right. I think it wasn't the signing of the book. It was the fact that everyone's like, I'm just too busy to even p- bother picking yeah. up the book. Um, side note, we've read the book. So we have, if you are we also have an too episode. tired to read the book, yeah, go back, find it, listen to it. We actually really liked it. That's a good episode. But I would still ask Lisa to <laughs> I would ask Heather to sign it. I would. Oh, I'd ask anybody to sign I'd it. I'd find a page where Lisa's on it and I'd have her sign. Like, I would. Like, please sign this. I just wish she could have signed my Diet Coke purse. That's my That would have been cool. Yeah. Um, Okay. So Heather, during the warm and fuzzy and cold and prickly in uh, Palm Springs, says that she doesn't trust Angie. Uh, She says that Angie was all over Jen, then all over Lisa, and now is all over Whitney. And she says that Angie will buddy up with anyone. And she accuses Angie of going after whoever has the most fame. Well, Did you get that vibe from Angie? I did not get that vibe. However, Angie kind of came in as like... Like she was initially with mm-hmm. Jen Shaw. Right. And then yeah. so once that, when Jen goes to jail, who does she really have? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she doesn't, I, so she kind of has right. to make a friendship with someone. Maybe she's just kind of going to wherever, whoever will kind of click with her yeah. or whatever. And it's, you have to see what works. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I think it is. Because I think Heather forgets being there from the original first season. Yeah. I think that it's easy to say like, we'll just, be with who your friends are and yeah. let those things naturally happen. But when you get thrown into a group in the middle, who's already been filming for a few seasons and then the whole issue with Jen, which kind of made everything weird. Mm-hmm. Like she did have to figure out who she could film with and 
who she could get time with and who she would have a storyline with. Right. So it's like, I don't think she was playing it to be like a player or because she like really cares about status. Uh Like you said, I think she was just doing it to figure out where she fit into the crew. Like anyone would like, she's the new girl. Yeah. So the new girl has to figure out where she goes. Yeah. I really didn't get any like, what do you call it? Like kissing up vibe. I didn't get anything like that. Because she was really awful to Meredith. And you'd think like if she was a kiss up, <laughs> yeah. she would have kissed up for the party host. And she didn't do that at all. I mean, she crashed the party. She did crash the party, <laughs> which is braver. I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be able to crash a party. I would not. I mean, a party maybe, but not like a trip. I yeah, uh, true. Trip. No. <laughs> um, okay. The other thing I realized later is that things are probably also awkward um, because Heather had said it was funny when Jen dumped the champagne on Andy Kay during their trip last season. Um, So again, I just think, I think that Heather was sort of destined to not like Andy Kay going into it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. I mean, allegedly they kind of make their peace while they're painting those birdhouses, which was sort of an odd little takeout scene. And all it really did was make Lisa mad that she wasn't invited. I don't think they're going to be ever be friends, though. They might be peaceful. Yeah. But they're not going to be friends, I don't think. What do you think it would take for them to be close? Do you, or do you just think it's a no-go? I don't know, because they already have a shared enemy, Jen. Right. That's actually my other question. <laughs> so Why do you think the fact that their connection to Jen Shaw isn't something that brings them closer? Like, we're both screwed by her. Because I think Jen sort of, like, somehow pitted people. I don't even think Jen think consciously so. pitted people against mm-hmm. each other, but I think... yeah. Somehow that no, happened. No, I completely think so. I think that's the vibe you kind of get from like some of the stuff Monica said and different yeah. um, different of her like employees have said. I think she totally pitted people yeah, against each other. Yeah, because she talks badly about so-and-so mm-hmm. to so-and-so. And then, yeah. so yeah, if the fact that they can't bond over the fact that they both think Jen no. is terrible, then. Then there's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're right. Like, I think they'll be able to find a piece, but I don't think they'll ever be friends. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, who do you think wins in that, Angie or Heather? Or, yeah, Heather. For <laughs> a second, I was like, that's not her name. I, uh, I call it a draw. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's fair. I was going to say maybe a little more Angie K. I don't think Heather looked good because she looked like she wasn't welcoming the new person. And that doesn't come off looking real I great. Guess you're again, right. I think I it was just so early it. in the season, though, that you forget about so it by the end. Yeah, I think that's And with fair. Monica, like I think in the end, it doesn't end up mm-hmm. really being a stain on Heather at all just because of when yeah. it happened. I don't know. That's true. All right, let's move on to Angie versus Meredith. Now, we do talk about this um, in our Meredith episode, so yes. we'll keep this kind of brief, but Angie sneaks into the Palm Springs trip. Meredith gets blamed for the rumors and nastiness about <laughs> Angie's husband. Um, it comes from Meredith saying, like, does she want me to go there with a husband? <laughs> um, so, but behind the scenes, you know, we later we come to the understanding yeah. that Monica's really the plant for a lot of this information. Um, but come reunion, and this is what I thought was interesting. So, I mean, this is Angie's main storyline, the whole issue of Meredith spreading the rumors and then Monica confirming the rumors that mm-hmm. maybe Sean is gay, which are not true. And then he's sad and they're sad and the whole family's sad. And then what's interesting though is come reunion. I thought after what they went through exposing Monica, that Angie and Meredith would be cool, but the, that the reunion, they're mm-hmm. still not friends. She called, you know, the trampoline with eyes and, the yeah. threatened family and the rumors and the Greek mafia thing was attributed to Meredith and all that. So are we surprised that Angie still blames Meredith at the reunion after what happened with Monica? I am. I didn't understand why they were so mad. I don't, I'm, but see, I don't know the, why they were mad from the beginning though, which we kind of talk about. Like, yeah, well, because of the, because of the rumors, I, I think, unfortunately, well, but before that, like, well, oh, I see what you mean. 
were they just not close? Well, like why did she didn't even invite her on the trip? Yeah, like they. Yeah, again, yeah, okay, that I still don't understand. Like I, I don't still understand don't understand the whole. Yeah, the, because they thought they each think that someone said something else about each. other. All mm-hmm. it comes down to is I thought you said this, yeah. and I thought you said this, and right. And you're right. I think it is just kind of going back to that. Jen pitting everybody against each other mm-hmm. because again, Meredith was really pulling for her and Meredith and Heather weren't super close last year. Yeah. And then, you know, Angie was kind of on her team. It's like, but none of these people who are on her team can be friends with each other. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if Jen is just saying horrible things behind the scenes. Yeah. Do you think it was fair that Angie got left out of the beach meeting? You know, that iconic moment where Heather exposes no. Monica to the girls. I, just, I, everyone is using like the Dorit meme, like looking out the window, oh, sadly, <laughs> you know, like, like Angie K. <laughs> and she probably was. It's not like they could okay. just sneak out there I with actually, the camera crew. I had the same thought when I watched it. I was like, oh, Angie's out there. But at the same time, I feel like, okay, you know, when like you have a family picture, but there's someone who's yeah. like kind of like married in, yeah, but they're, they're not like, really oh, close. Don't let that person in, they're not <laughs> in the picture. And maybe later on they get divorced mm-hmm. or they leave. And you're like, oh, yeah. that person's. I don't want them there. That's kind of how I feel about that scene. Like, I feel like I don't want her there because she's not OG. You're right. No, you're right. That is true. Like when they paint that scene years later and put it in the museum, we don't need (laughs) Angela. No. (laughs) I think it's better that she wasn't there. She has not gone through the years of suffering with... uh, You're right. right. What was her name? And allegedly she liked some of those posts. Oh, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Maybe that was the problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Who wins then in Angie versus Meredith? Well, I say, I don't know. I say Meredith because no one really, I don't think anyone really wins, but I'm going to say Meredith just because she came out on top with everything yeah. Being vindicated. She was vindicated in the end. Yeah. For like three fourths of the season, I probably would have said Angie K. It's right. a mean rumor. And we thought Meredith was spreading them. Right. But when it, when she wasn't, then yeah, I think she's redeemed. And then I guess the fact that Angie K still mad at her maybe also makes me give it to Meredith. Because I mean, maybe let it go. She didn't do it. Yeah. And I don't, yeah, I still don't understand. Just and I don't know. Trampoline with eyes. I don't know. <laughs> hey, that's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's talk about angie versus monica so i mean eventually we'll have to get into our monica episode i've been putting it off because i'm a little bit nervous about it it's Caitlin just, is it's very big, stressed about it it's, it's a lot of pressure to get it's it right <laughs> she has social media influence you never know she's gonna come um, attack us hey she might actually we might actually get some, be good. some yeah. people <laughs> might look at our instagram if uh, reality von tees attacks us exactly it could be like, you oh, suck reality oh. von tees <laughs> Come tell me how much I suck. <laughs> Real Housewives. Real Housewives. Put some people with you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Angie versus Monica. Angie gets ready for Greek Easter, scaring everyone with the bunny invite, which the Heather freaking out part is like the greatest scene. That's awesome. Um, the Greek Easter, beautiful setup. Angie's house is really beautiful. Oh my God. It's like, it's, I mean, it's like, it's like this own little, I, love I would never have wanted personally like that modern of a house but i love it the windows the floor to ceiling windows are my dream it is just Mm -hmm. so beautiful it looks so clean it's all white and clean it's so clean and then you got like the poodle with the white and the purple child and a dog and it's that clean it's i mean poodles don't shed it aren't they like hypo i think you're right i think they are smart she's smarter than (laughs) us she's got a lot going for um so the husbands and the kids are there. We get to see Angie's culture. There's a lot of dollar bills. I around. love it when they replay the dollar bills scene later when they're talking about the Greek mafia. <laughs> <laughs> this is like the best. 
<laughs> you remember Angie tells that story that kind of makes herself sound yes, like, like another <laughs> you can see the pastor kind of side-eyeing her but Angie and Monica are arguing during Greek Easter um which honestly really the arguments more about Monica and her mom I yeah. think like later we realize but Angie stands up to Monica saying like you may not have started the gay husband rumor but you're spreading it uh-huh. Monica's like this is my favorite the info's been on the streets of Salt Lake City like she gets like the streets like there's just so much streets rumor I don't quite understand Dude, that. Dude, Salt Lake but City is... I guess that some crazy. streets there. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she was just telling Angie that's what a good friend would do. So I guess my question is, do you shoot the messenger? Well, is Monica in the wrong? Well, the messenger in this case, it's kind of like... A national oh, TV messenger hi, is I'm just the messenger, you know, and yeah. then you put it mm-hmm. out there and then you run away right. and say you didn't do it. Yeah. And I think it's hugely different. If I had to tell you something... Yeah. And I came to your house and the kids weren't there. And yeah. Thomas was there. And I was like, look, we got to talk. This is out there. And yeah. you need to know. It's very different if I bring the TV cameras with me and a bunch of our friends at a party. Like, yeah. So I think the place is very important. It's like if Monica just wanted to tell her, she would have just told her. Yeah. But she did. She brought it up to be a spectacle. So yeah, exactly. I think she, was she, she did it to get attention on herself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And who knows if the rumor was out there or she heard it 15 years ago. No right. matter what, she was like, hmm, I'm going to bring this up. Yeah. This will get some exactly. attention, you know. I kind of loved at the reunion when Angie was like, or not Angie, Andy was like, well, you know that spreading, you know, you were spreading it on TV. Like that is kind of like, even if you didn't originally start the rumor. And she kind of like still looks so confused. It's like, yeah. you said it on TV. Like, can we just, that's the point here. I'm sorry. Whether you're right or wrong about a million other things, you can't just say stuff on TV. Yeah. And it's one thing if it was like an active rumor that she knew was going to be on the show mm-hmm. versus yes. Yes. Angie had already been on the show for a while. It sounds Started like this was storyline. Yeah. yeah. This was a rumor in the past. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. It didn't need to be brought up. That Meredith got kind of prepped, and so when yeah. she was drunk, the rumors about the husband <laughs> came up. And <laughs> okay, it was responsible yeah. for one of the best scenes in Housewives history, though. Oh, absolutely. So, like, for so that, I am it. grateful. Thank yeah. you, Angie, for mm-hmm. being the like impetus. Of exactly. It's like I think if nothing else, and you know, we'll talk about where we stand with Monica during that episode. But she is the impetus for really amazing television yes. this season, and like beyond everything else, and however else we feel about it, like you've got to give her that. Yeah. And really the same with Angie Kay. Like, I didn't think she could bring it and she really brought it this mm-hmm. season. There's so many things of her, like the little running down the hallway with the food to get to the Sprinter van. I mean, like, there's so much of her that's mutable. The giant sunglasses that just kept yes. getting larger. Like, her getting on the getting, float in the pool. Like, the, oh my God. I mean, like, she's an icon in her own right. Like, you gotta admit. Oh, when she's dressed like little Bo Peep and, and, and with the bonnet at the Mormon Pioneer Day lunch. Uh-huh. Like, there's something there's so much i guess honestly to say about angie so i kind of feel like no matter what like i just want to see more of angie like i, I just love it yeah um do you think so angie's sort of stuck in the middle of lots of friendships and arguments this season and i think the monica thing says that do you think that's good or bad for the first season that she's splitting in between and in the middle of so many different like friend fights i think that's good because you can go different so ways you're you're mm-hmm. more versus you're not like in one camp or the other i don't know what do you think exactly yeah, I think she did a really good job of being friends with people, but also kind of being able to dance the line. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's what you need going into the next season. So I agree. Yeah. Because uh, I could, kinda, other than Meredith, I could kind of see her getting along with almost most everyone. Anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. So who do we think won in Angie versus Monica? Well, Angie for sure, right? Yeah. Because I think so too. I mean, Monica just yeah. comes out 
Unless you're yeah. like a root for the villain type, Monica's. Exactly. No, and especially in this, I feel like this was almost the worst one in a way. Yeah. Because I mean, it really was an unfair. For Housewives were right reasons, viewers. Mm-hmm. So, yes. And there were no receipts. She didn't have the receipts. On oh, that. my God. Receipts on other oh, stuff, yeah. But she had no receipts on the Sean thing. And I, so, yeah. therefore, it's like, you got to lay off. And she made, and when he cried, I felt really bad for him. I did too. I felt like it was just like mean. Like he was really hurt. And it was. I did not like it. Don't um, make poor man's cliche cry. cry. I can't handle that. Been through that divorce with Jessica yeah. Simpson. Let it go. Oh my god! I bought <laughs> Jessica Simpson tights. Her hose. Oh. <laughs> no. I was like her tuna. No. They're really cute. They're black and they have little, you know, like the thing where there's like two cherries mm-hmm. on a stem. Oh with a yeah. They uh-huh. have like those throughout it. Yeah. Oh, that is. Cute. I just got that. Today. My okay. one of my favorite pair of pumps is actually Jessica Simpson. I know so she's got some. I've had them for forever. <laughs> Hey, good job, Sean. And yeah. <laughs> I mean, Angie. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our episode on Angie. I wish we had a, we should have gotten a Greek word to end with. I don't have a Greek word for like, Opa. I don't know. Opa. Opa. All right. I like that. Remember, hostiles bring the drama. Will you bring their seats? Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button. If you'd like to help support us, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. Also visit us on Instagram and Twitter, both at rh underscore on underscore rh for fun pictures and polls or email us at rh on rh podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again. And remember to stay out of the shade.